Hi, and welcome to Gay Best Friend. I'm gonna work on my intro with time, but I don't <laughs> currently have one other than that. I am your gay best friend. My name is Grayson, and I want to talk about sexuality today. I've already tried to record this episode, um, but I was really rambly and I didn't have a central theme, and I probably still don't. Also, there was a lot of space where I would just stop talking and I didn't know how to cut it out correctly so I'm gonna try this again um I'm gonna tell a couple stories because that's basically what this podcast is and then I'm gonna see if (laughs) I can draw a conclusion from them that will help people in the future and you know if I can't that's a shame maybe you can uh and if I can that's really cool And also, you know, just from my own personal experience, I might try to tack on some advice at the end for some folks, both allies and, you know, members of the community, closeted and not. I've got a lot to say, and I'm not very good at saying it, but I hope you listen along. I'll try not to make this episode too long, considering it might not be super fun to listen to. Bad intro, but... I want to tell you guys a story. (laughs) Um, So in middle school, you know, we'd have, so I went to a small school and my class had like 20 girls and like six boys in it. And, (laughs) you know, once we hit middle school, uh, maybe like fifth grade, but you know, really middle school. The girls would, (laughs) we would have huge mass sleepovers, like 15 of us in one house, and we would all gossip. This is when I, like, before I came out. Um, We would gossip about what, like, boys we liked and stuff like that. I went to a pretty progressive school, and I live in a pretty liberal town, Um, and I was very much surrounded by a little bit of queer representation, and a lot of bit of people being nice. So, (laughs) um, coming out in that regard wasn't very scary. I didn't come out for a long time anyways, because it didn't feel important. But I think not coming out because it doesn't feel important is way better than not coming out because you don't think you can without, like, negative repercussions. Um... But (laughs) there was this girl, I'm going to call her Karen because she has a very Karen attitude, uh, who found out that another girl I'm going to call Claire had a crush on her. And Claire had had this crush for a while and she just wanted to keep it on the down low because she knew that Karen was like not queer and, you know, she just wanted to like coast through life keeping this crush until eventually she could move on past it. But Karen found out and Karen was mean about it. Like she bullied this girl. Um, And no one ever really did a ton about it. So I guess that was a little bit of internalized homophobia. And I think that was also a lot to do with just like middle school girls are mean. And I'm not sure that's something you can fully change. Little school boys are mean. Everyone's mean when they're in middle school. Like, that's not 
something you can straight up just get rid of. But I think they definitely could have done more to tell this girl to chill out and not be such a cruel person. She would do things like she would bring in snacks for the class. And then even if, like, I remember this so distinctly. One time she brought in a box of Oreos, a container of Oreos, and gave an Oreo to everyone in the class. And then Claire was in the room and she looked at Claire and there was still like half a row of Oreos. And she was like, oh, sorry, I don't have any Oreos left for you. And just like didn't share. And like she wouldn't acknowledge this girl and she she was just so mean entirely because like a girl had a crush on her and that wasn't cool um so that being my formative memory and experience just you know albeit albeit I was a you know an observer but still that was like my my first experience with queer people my age and the way other people react to them existing um so I figured you know maybe I shouldn't come out I didn't have any crushes anyways I like didn't have crushes on anyone for a long time and I thought I was like maybe asexual and then I got to college and I realized or not college I got to high school and I realized that I just like had a type of person like personality wise and I hadn't met that person yet um, but <laughs> back to sleepovers. So we would have sleepovers and gossip about which boys we liked. And for a while I'd get away with it by just having like a celebrity crush. Keep in mind there were six boys in my class. Uh, one of which was deemed just straight up like not boy enough for anyone to have a crush on. Um, so he, yeah, he was just off limits because nobody thought he was like dateable I guess which is really mean now that I think about it uh, <laughs> and I remember the girls would push me to tell them you know all these little secrets like who my crush was and I'd be like I don't have one and they'd be like come on you can tell us don't don't keep it a secret I told you my crush so, <laughs> I, um, I just made one up. There's, like, there were, like, th three boys who were very popular and girls would, like, sort of argue over them and get mad at each other over them. And then there was the undesirable boy. And then there were two that were, like, one, <laughs> one of them, he just did not give a shit about middle school politics. He just wanted to, like, go to class and learn the things and hang out with his friends and draw and play music uh, and not be bothered by all of this weird nonsense. Um, so I chose him to be a crush because I was like, I know even if they push me to try and, like, ask him out or date him or whatever, he's not gonna do it because he doesn't care about you know the like pathetic honestly attempts at romance that like a lot of middle school is based around um 
And so for like three years, maybe, maybe four, maybe this started in fifth grade, I'm not sure. I just straight up was like, yeah, that kid, he's my crush. And everyone was like, wow, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> and that was it. And then we got to high school and I met significantly more people. I met, you know, many more girls and many more boys and I was actually exposed to non-binary people. Um, and I genuinely developed crushes on people and I was like, oh, cool. So I'm not asexual. For some reason, it was really unacceptable to me, the idea of being asexual. I really didn't like that. It made me very unhappy to think that that could be me. Like, I was disappointed somehow. Which is not how I feel about asexual people. I guess I just had an expectation of myself to, like, like someone and have a romantic love because I felt like that was a mandatory thing that people had to have. And... I had to have that romantic love, and then I had to have children, and I had to do all of this very conventionally, because I didn't want to be bullied by people the way Karen had bullied Claire. Um, but now, I don't... Like, that's so silly to me, looking back, but at the time, it was just so outrageous to me, the idea that, like... I could be different in yet another way. Um, and got to high school, had real crushes, dated a little bit, literally never talked to that boy again. Um, so, you know, we're all in college. I hope he's doing well. Maybe I'll see him someday. That would be really cool just to talk to him and see where we both are in life. Hopefully he's not transphobic. I doubt he is, but, like, he could be, since I literally don't know him at all. <laughs> um, let's see. Covered the mean girls, covered my fake crush, covered the fact that I grew up in, like, a progressive little part of the world with progressive parents and a progressive school. Um... So let's fast forward to, like, sophomore year of high school. I have a boyfriend. We've been going steady for a while. I'm not out as non-binary or masculine in any way. Um, and I'm speaking very passionately about queer, trans, like, politics and social movements and things like that. And my mom is like, wow. It's so exhausting to try and fight for things all the time. Why do you do that? Why do you care so much? And I was like, because I want people to be safe. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not a luxury. I have to just stop caring about, like, hate crimes. Like, I'm, I'm currently living in a place in the world that's pretty safe overall with a lot of friends and family members who would just go fucking ape shit on anyone who tried to hate crime me but that's not like the whole world and I was like mom I'm bisexual it's I care about this because it affects me and it affects my friends and also it's just something that I should care about and she was like well how can you be bisexual if you have a boyfriend 
And my, like, 16-year-old self was like, (laughs) I'm never going to talk to you again about anything ever. Like, just in my brain, I was like, she doesn't get it. She'll never get me. I'm never talking to her again. (laughs) Um, And obviously, I've moved on from that. And I found ways to talk to my mom and educate her, and she understands a lot more now. But that moment of, like, (laughs) teenage high school angst of just being like, I'm bisexual and I'm never going to talk to you ever again. (laughs) That is a very defining moment for me. Um... So I recorded that previous segment a couple days ago and then Christmas happened and post-Christmas cleaning and you know dealing with stuff happened um but I wanted to add uh before I go a little bit of advice um for my gays and my gay parents parents of gays I mean Gay parents typically already know everything, or at least they always give off the vibe of being very helpful. <laughs> um, so it's it's okay to change labels, and that doesn't make you any less valid, and I'm sure you've heard this from people, but this goes for all of my queer listeners out there, and it goes for any straight allies. Like, don't, you know, there's, there are so many labels, macro labels and micro labels that, you know, if someone changes their label, it doesn't make them any less valid. Um, I originally thought I was, like, maybe asexual because I just didn't really feel attraction. And then occasionally I did and was like, maybe that means I'm demi. Um, and then I met people who I liked, and I was like, oh, I just have a type, and I hadn't met that type yet, which obviously, like, you don't just like everybody you ever meet, um, so, you know, that was something, like, I thought I had to be hypersexual, and when I, like, wasn't attracted to the, like, six boys there, and, um, you know, like, I, I was attracted to a couple girls, and I was like, well, maybe, once that happened, I was like, maybe I'm a lesbian, but I don't like that, but I like fictional guys, so, like, mm. um, and then I heard the term pansexual a couple kids in my class said they were pansexual and they explained what it meant and I was like that's very cool I think that's me and then later I was like I don't really want a micro label like that like pan is fairly common but not to people outside of the queer community at least for me so I switched to bisexual because that's a word that people hear a lot um and you know then people would know that more so often I you know, like, I came out as bisexual, um, but I mostly refer to myself now as queer, um, because I just kind of 
prefer the like ambiguity of that like it's still like a fairly well-known word um and it's not like a micro label I don't know <laughs> so like what I'm saying is that it's okay to change labels and for someone who thinks that like is afraid to come out because they think they might change like I completely understand that and for allies you know if someone says that they're gay and then later come out as you know bisexual or something like that just accept it and roll with it my biggest advice to allies especially to parents is when your child comes out just say I love you regardless of your sexuality I'm very glad that you trust me enough to be able to come out to me this comfortably and give him a big hug and say this doesn't change anything about our relationship. I'm just so happy that I'm the kind of parent that you're comfortable coming out to me and just leave it at that. And if you have questions, um, either wait for a later time, Google it and try to figure it out yourself. Or go to other queer people that you know that are, you know, more capable of answering those. Ask me. That's kind of why I'm here. Um, but in the moment of coming out, the last thing people want to hear is like, oh, why? Or like, I thought you were something else. Or like, are you sure about that? Or things like that. Like, they're already anxious and it's, you know, it's a scary thing to like come out because even if you're like oh my parents are very liberal and very accepting maybe they don't want their kid to be gay I know when I came out to my dad he was like okay cool I have a gay kid but he was also thinking my kid is now much more likely to be the victim of a hate crime you know and he was like man I wish my kid wasn't gay because I don't want them to be in danger and I don't want the world to be inaccessible to them. And then eventually, you know, he came after like a couple days, he came around, he got used to it and he was like, you know what, I will just fight any homophobe who tries to harm my kid. Like, that's the obvious solution for me. Um, so just that, you know, those thoughts keep them in your head. Say them to your friends, but don't say them to your kid. Uh, and ask other people questions or wait a few days. Just be like, I love you, I, ac I accept you, all of that. And then later be like, by the way, I'm very straight and I don't know what the fuck omnisexual is. And then your kid will probably just find that funny. But like in the moment being like, oh, you're omni? Well, that's really weird. Like that, <laughs> that hurts. Um, so... If you're afraid of that, for all of my potentially closeted listeners, of which I think I have two listeners right now, <laughs> it's okay to stay in the closet. Don't ever let anyone guilt you for not coming out to them sooner. I know that especially it can be really difficult if you're in a relationship and you realize, like, oh, I'm gay. Or even, like, oh, I'm bisexual. Like, that can be hard in a relationship. Um, 
but it's okay to stay in the closet uh, until you figure things out more. It's okay to come out before you have things figured out. Honestly, I don't think ever, anyone ever fully figures stuff out. It is also very okay to not have a big coming out. Like, a lot of people, you know, they'll be like, like, I'm, I'm not a proponent of being like, oh, well, just closet yourself. Like, if, it, if it's not a problem, why would you just, like, come, why would you come out if it doesn't matter, you know? Like, that's very silly to me. Um, but the way I came out was really just, like, when I was talking to my mom, I was, like, really passionate about queer trans politics. And she was like, why do you care? And I was like, because I'm bisexual. And with my dad, I was just like, haha, yeah, I'm bisexual. And he was like, haha, okay. <laughs> so it's okay to just like drop the fact casually instead of being like okay we need to sit down and have a conversation and I know this will be really hard for you because that can be really scary and that can be something where you just never want to like have the conversation because oh my god so scary what the fuck <laughs> So I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles, but yeah, for allies, just accept people. Just be like, okay, all right. Um, glad to know that you've come out to me and that you trust me. Thank you. Uh, if you don't understand, if you re if it's like a super micro label and you have no idea what's going on, you can be like, wow, thanks for telling me. What the fuck does that mean? I'm so glad that I've got a genderqueer friend. Now, can you tell me what genderqueer is? And if you say it in, like, a joking way, it can really just be, like, funny and uplifting that, you know, to, like, have, like, a himbo straight friend, you know, who's just really oblivious. Like, I love oblivious straight allies. Um, but you have to play it the right way. You can't just be like, what's that? Um, I mean, you can. I'm not stopping you, but... It might make your friend or family member or whatever really uncomfortable and unhappy. And for all my fellow queers, it's okay to change labels and to not know who you are and to not be comfortable and all of that. It's scary and difficult and annoying to not know yourself. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, Everyone goes through a period of time, or many periods of times, <laughs> um, periods of time, where they just don't know, and things are up in the air, and they have to figure things out again and again and again. I've done this many times, and I'm only 19, um, and it's okay to stay in the closet. You don't owe anyone, like, a coming out, um... And it's okay to only come out to some people. It's okay to not have a big coming out. All of that's okay. Like, just exist. Don't be an asshole. Well, only be an asshole if people are being assholes to you and it's hurting your feelings and you want to protect yourself. You know, there's that very thin line of, like, I just need to yell at this person to get them to stop being mean to me, you know? That's okay. Thin line, but sometimes occasionally okay. Um, <laughs> I wish I had some resources for you guys. I don't really, because um, I forgot to write any down. Um, 
but there's almost always a pride festival in most towns. My dad and his girlfriend went to pride in our hometown uh, before they even knew that I was, like, I came, they were already planning and I came out as bi and they were like, oh, cool, we'll go and we'll support someone that we love very much. And I was like, sweet, thank you. And they went and they talked to a lot of people and they were like, wow, this is so cool. This is so wild. Um, so that's, you know, you can gain a ton of information because everyone has gathered to share information and joy and happiness and all of that. Um, there are a few accounts, a few accounts on Instagram that I follow. There's Matt Bernstein and Patagonia. Um, I can put their handles in the description of this, I guess. Um, and Sam Collins and Mac Does It are fun YouTube channels. I like them both. There's tons more. I just don't have it on me. Next episode, I'll have so many resources. Um, but for now, I gotta go because this is a couple days late. Um, I'm Grayson, your host and your gay best friend. I hope you guys have a great night. I love you all.